Welcome to What Is It About Weather Hype? Wait a minute. Weather Hype? What are you guys doing here? Well, it is kind of our show, Mark, so uh, I guess you're the one that's the guest, and Castle and I are the ones that are host this time. How does it feel to have the tables turned? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem right. You guys want me to do your intro and all. Yeah. I mean, it just seems kind of silly for me to be saying. I'm confused. Yeah. Is this your podcast or my podcast? It's our, it's our podcast, but yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're going to be giving a lot of great insight to our listeners, and we hope to do the same on your podcast, too, uh, as a way to kind of tease National Weather Podcast Month. I think it's uh, something important that we got to do. So we're doing it, and we're finally collaborating. We've been trying to do it for a while, Mark. I know you sent us an email in July of 2017, <laughs> and we didn't see it until January of 2018. Whoops. So uh, sorry about that. The response time you guys have with your audience is impressive. <laughs> I, I just, I was stunned. I mean, I heard back within a year. That, that's like, you know, wedding gift time frame sort of stuff. I mean, you know, it's like putting out surveys for research, right? You know, you, you wait to hear back about six, seven months, and then ta-da, you got your answer. So we do what we or you, can. Or you get, to, you get ta-da and you get, oh, here, with these minor changes, we might accept <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, but Mark, yeah, we're having you on today, obviously, but we would love to talk a little bit more about your research into podcast and also Weather Ready Nation and being an ambassador as a weather podcast. So we're hoping you can shed some light on that. We'll be asking questions like, why did all the weather podcasts become Weather Ready Nation ambassadors? Are we even being good ambassadors? And what are what does the future of weather podcasting look like? Hopefully, Mark will be able to answer some of those questions. <laughs> or maybe none of them. <laughs> we will have to wait and find out. That and more on this episode of Weather Hype. A podcast where we talk about weather, climate, and how it affects you. I'm Castle. And I'm Min. And I'm Not Mark. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll hear from Not Mark in just a few seconds, so stay tuned. Now I'm the reason why you broke up with him and got back together Thought I was sunshine, but baby, I'm bad weather I'm off the Doppler in the five-day forecast By the time they hear me, I've already pushed the shore back No, no, I wasn't always like this Skies cleared soon as my daylight lit Sidewalks dried up, no snow emergency I could take your February and turn it into spring I was born on a storm When I get gone, I get gone And I don't need anyone to know better Hello, hello, Castle Williams. Hello, it's me. All right, oh, uh, Adele, I didn't know we were having you on the podcast. That's crazy. <laughs> so Welcome glad to, to the be show, here. Adele. I'm so glad to be here. Wait, what's her last name? <laughs> I don't know what her last name Ad- is. Is it not Adele? Adele I mean, Dazim. Blank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Yeah. Who really knows? <laughs> um, well, before we bring Mark onto the podcast, Castle and I wanted to talk a little bit more about podcasting in general and then also talk about what it means to be a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. And it's something that's really interesting seeing the uh, statistics on on how much podcasting has grown in the past, you know, within the past decade. In 2008, 18% of people had listened to a podcast at one point in their life. And in 2017, that number jumped to 40%. And in the past month, 24% of people, Americans that were surveyed uh, by the Pew Research Center had listened to a podcast at some point in the past month. So these numbers are going higher and higher. And that was kind of the crux for why Castle and I wanted to develop our podcast two years ago. We saw that there was a rising demand and a rise in kind of the different types of podcasts that were out there. And we felt like we could really capitalize on an area that we saw needed, you know, some work. We didn't really think there was a podcast at the time 
they really focused on weather and climate and society and things like that. And, and now that we've done it, it's great to see other podcasts popping up and other weather podcasts popping up, talking about similar ideas, but also um, doing it in their own way, which is really great. Yeah, I think with podcasting, you find this kind of unique area of communicating about a topic or telling a story about a topic in more of an informal way and it's a kind of a conversational way that you could just talk to your friend or talk to a family member or something and it's just kind of this program or this idea of just more flowed kind of communication and I think for both men and myself uh, science communication is so important to us that we thought yeah. that this medium was just perfect for kind of uh telling those stories about weather and society and really getting the idea of integrating social science and weather um, more prominent and really highlighting those topics in more of a conversational kind of fun way. Yeah. And since we did our podcast, the initial podcast was about, I think came out in April 2016, about two years uh, ago, and other weather podcasts have popped up to the point where we decided that why don't we all bring all of our resources together and come up with a National Weather Podcast Month. And so that was the first one we had was in March of 2017, about a year ago. And we're going to have it again this year in March of 2018. But at that time, our friend Rick Smith at Weatherbrains decided that, you know, maybe we should use our power and our leverage to be Weather Ready Nation ambassadors and really try to amplify the messages that come from being a Weather Ready Nation ambassador and things that are, are talked about with the program. So Castle, can you tell us a little bit more about what it is, the NOAA Weather Ready Nation um, campaign and, and what all that signifies? Sure. So um, I feel like we've brought it up kind of sparingly on yeah. our podcast, but um, Weather Ready Nation at its core, it's all about readying the community for extreme weather, water and climate events. So basically we want to go out into the community and kind of spread the word about all these extreme events and ways to kind of protect ourselves and take action um, from that. And so that's basically what the Weather Ready Nation initiative is. It's about making our country, our local area, our city at all different levels more resilient and heighten the knowledge surrounding weather and water and climate events so that if something were to arise, we would know what to do, we would know how to take action, and we would know where to kind of get our weather information from. So I think the Weather Ready Nation initiative is this great thing that NOAA is doing in order to, to heighten the impacts that we see from uh, kind of natural hazard events and really making that a prominent core to every community. Yeah, and NOAA is doing a lot to make the United States a weather-ready nation, um, whether it's getting information out to people or giving the correct information out to the right partners. So, you know, they're doing a much better job of communicating with emergency managers or first responders, government officials, even businesses and the public. They're doing a great job in improving how they talk to these people because everybody has their own different needs need and what kind of information they need to have to make their own decisions. So tailoring it and making that more accessible to different audiences is extremely important. And that's what NOAA is doing a better job of. Um, they're also building Weather Ready Nation in ways of improving the science and the data and the forecasting um, to make sure that our forecasts are improving and also using that scientific knowledge to inform future decisions that really affect the public. So you know, NOAA is doing a great job in, in improving, but also the Weather Ready Nation Ambassador Program is taking it a little bit more into a grassroots kind of 
manner and yeah. and kind of helping you know everybody's doing their own part to build a weather ready nation and so that's kind of where the whole weather ready nation ambassador part comes into play an ambassador could be someone within the weather world or outside of it but somebody who has a vetted interest in you know making sure our nation is prepared for future extreme weather and climate or even you know current weather and climate issues that occur already yeah i think the ambassador program is kind of key in making this weather ready nation initiative a success because national weather service and NOAA they can't do it alone there has to be some kind of there has to be middlemen and uh, different ways of kind of communicating this information uh, to a broader audience. And that's obviously such a good way to do it is through community leaders, um, kind of business leaders, um, and all these different avenues so that we can continue this dialogue with the communities in order to increase resilience and reduce uh, the risk of future extreme events. So I think it's perfect specifically for us because we do have this kind of voice um, that we're able to communicate about weather impacts. It was kind of the perfect marriage for combining the Weather Ready Nation ambassador with our podcast and with the other podcasts associated with National Weather Podcast Month so that we could continue to kind of promote these different this different knowledge base as well as different actions for you to take in various hazards. So I think it's it was a great idea by Rick Smith and hopefully we will start mentioning it more when we kind of think through our podcast episodes. As we will kind of hint at with Mark, we touch on a lot of these topics a lot, um, but we don't always make that connection between Weather Ready Nation and our podcast. So we're going to start doing that more often so that you know um, when certain messages and things come from Weather Ready Nation and so that we can start making that connection in our episodes. Yeah, exactly. And with that, I guess we'll bring you our uh, lovely interview with Mark Jelinek. My name is Mark Jelinek, and I'm podcast host of What Is It About the Weather, a weekly podcast where we get together and explore all the amazing ways that weather is intertwined into our lives. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. We really look forward to the conversation we'll be having about, you know, what is it about the weather? What is it about weather hype? And what is it about weather podcasts? Well, it's good to join you guys. As, as you've said, you know, collaboration, it, it seems like it's been forever that we've been trying to get together. And it's not easy. I, you know, I think a lot of times our listeners don't understand how involved, you know, just doing a simple interview can be in the prep work and putting all the files together and stuff. So making our schedules work and, and bringing it all together. We've got a good motivation with, with National Weather Podcast Month, which, of course, we'll talk about a little more down the road. So it was great to finally meet you at AMS in Austin, Texas, and we actually met in front of your poster on weather podcasting, I believe that's correct, or was it Dakota's poster? I think we were kind of near, I, I think my poster was first, I, I can't remember yes. for sure now that it's been so long ago, but um, I believe that is when we came together and, and finally met in person was, I, that was not the presentation where I talked about the survey specifically, right. but I, I did have an opportunity to talk about podcasting in the, in the academic environment, which is kind of catching on as well, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> well, I was at the presentation that you had and I winked at you. I don't know if you could tell, but you gave me a shout out and you pointed at me. So that yeah, was, I was awesome. going to say you were, <laughs> you were shouted out. I listened to it today on, cause the AMS recordings are up now. So if anyone didn't get to go to AMS, some of the recordings are up now. So I listened to it today. It was great. Well, it's good to, to see that they finally got loaded. The last time I checked about a week or so ago, it still wasn't there. So it's nice that we can start to reference the 
presentations that we did. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about kind of the research that you did involving both weather podcasting and Weather Ready Nation ambassadors and maybe some of the survey design, some of the questions you asked, some of the different elements, and maybe some of the takeaways that came from it? Yeah, I'd be glad to do that. So you guys, I think, have have touched a little bit on what the Weather Ready Nation program is. And part of that, or, you know, an, an adjunct to it, if you will, has been this whole ambassador program. And the ambassadors, you know, we all take different steps. We all come from different backgrounds. We all serve different roles in branching out to the broader population, if you will. Whether, you know, for, I think for all of us, we do a little bit of global, but this program is really focused here in the U.S. And knowing that, you know, I was doing some different things with podcasting, I I thought an interesting question would be to understand where our podcast really fit in that ambassador program. Are we doing an effort that is worthwhile? Are people getting something out of it? Are Mm -hmm. we filling a role maybe that other ambassadors, whether that be in the media or emergency management or, you know, in the academic sector, aren't filling for the audience that we're reaching. So I developed a a brief survey, just a few questions that I tried to put together to send out to our various audiences, trying to understand really where we did fit. And, you know, again, it it was something they could do in a minute. This is not a type of survey where we're doing, you know, extensive research or something that's going to be published in a, in a peer reviewed journal, but it at least could give us a entry look into what listeners that we have. And I know viewers in some cases, for those that also do video really felt that they were getting out of the program. And on the flip side of that, I also asked each of us, and and not everybody responded, but us as hosts to to kind of look back as well and understand where we fit, um, you know, in terms of what we were saying and what, or at least what we thought we were saying and communicating with our audience. And the interesting thing was, is I think our audience thinks more highly than we think of ourselves, which is probably a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably a healthy thing, I guess. And, and again, you know, we, we've got this group of people that are, that are part of this, uh, our National Weather Podcast Month that's that's going on in March. And all the the participants in that had an opportunity to have their listeners partake in the survey. Now, not everybody did. And, and, and again, not everybody does uh, frequent enough episodes to where I could use it in the research because I kind of had a short window towards the end of the year when I was gathering the information. But a lot of people did, and we got a lot of good feedback and, you know, the long and the short of, of what we were trying to look at, like I said, was where, where is this logical link? Because we may have a perception of how we think our, our listeners understand and incorporate information we give to them. But, you know, whether that was really the case or not, we needed to understand. So we were looking at what is being learned? What are, what are they getting from us in this process? How it compares to some of those other ambassadors? What are the advantages and disadvantages that we might bring to the table? And then, like I said, the comparison between who they are, you know, as listeners and who we are as hosts, and are we seeing that connection come together correctly? Now, in going through and looking at that, the first thing to kind of do was understanding the type of learning that they were doing. So I I really only asked three fundamental things is, were they getting a increased understanding of science, the science of weather specifically? From, from us as podcasters? 
were they getting a better understanding about weather-related impacts? And, you know, again, we, we've got to put this in context. For you guys and, and me, we tend to talk about this stuff a lot, about how weather infuses into our lives, right? But a lot of the sure, other podcasts sure. are, are very focused on, you know, just sitting there and, and relaying weather events or, or, or what's going on in specific events. So they're, they're going to have a different take. And then the last part of it was the preparedness level. And, and for instance, I look at that and go, that's not really what my goal is as a podcaster. I'm not trying to make sure that they're ready on the fly, but I can push them in the right direction. So it was really trying to look at that and say, where do, where do you, the listeners, think that we stand as a podcast and as a group of podcasts on those topics? And interestingly enough, in every case, the responses came back that over 75% of the audience felt that we did enhance their understanding in all three of those areas. And specifically, we were higher on the science of weather and on weather-related impacts than we were on preparedness. And I, again, I can understand that because a lot of us aren't kind of pushing that last minute, hey, there's a tornado warning going on, where do you need to go? Right. And, and, and I'm not sure that's really yeah. our sweet spot anyways. But again, for some of the podcast, it would make more sense. Yeah. Then if I looked, the next part was looking, like I said, at the different channels, if you will. So I kind of compared us to local TV and radio, national kind of cable. So you things like the weather channel or, you know, people that might watch morning shows that get their, their presentation through some sort of of national media or other things like um, Weather Nation, who also has a, a broadcast channel as well. The NWS websites, mobile apps in general. So is this kind of a very broad category? And then social media. And the question there was, do you get more from podcast, the same from podcast or less from podcast? And the interesting thing in terms of the responses there was, again, we rated higher in terms of how they got you know, quality information with the exception of NWS websites. And for you guys, I, I have to imagine it's the same as I thought. That that makes a lot of sense because when I mentioned the yeah, Weather Ready sure. Nation program, yeah, yeah. that's exactly where I send them, right? So hopefully they're getting more information there than they're going to get from us. <laughs> but I, I was surprised sure. that even compared to local um, radio and TV, which I think of being very good at making sure that they're you know people are ready to deal with these big events that we rated higher even in those cases. So that was nice to see. And so then I started wondering why, what, what is the, the benefit? And so then we come to the advantages and disadvantages. And probably the, the best way to summarize, and, and someone even wrote this comment down, is someone said you're infinitely available. And I hadn't really thought about it that way, but you know people can listen to us whenever, wherever, they can come back to us whenever or wherever they want mm -hmm. to. They can share us in that same light. So if it's a if it's a tricky topic, whether it's about weather ready nation stuff or not, they can listen again and again. You know, I I, I know one of the things that I've asked my listeners in the past is how many listen to us on fast forward. Like you know they they're getting the two X kind of stuff. <laughs> and yeah, that's such a weird thing. I didn't realize that people yeah, actually it, did that, but they it, actually tons do. of people do that. But that's I have strange. to imagine that when yeah. it's an important topic, they they may say, oh, rewind and, and slow it down. And I want to listen to it real time because they're trying to emphasize something yeah. that it matters. Now, one of the things that we, the challenges that we do face is timeliness. And mm -hmm. 
that was our biggest negative in the survey was one could be frequency and you guys have known this as, as you've gotten into busy life schedules. It's sometimes hard to keep on a regular sure. schedule. And so people, if they're looking for something that is timely and so that the two questions kind of relate to each other in that sense, um, those two pieces coming back as our biggest negatives don't surprise me. The other part that we run into yeah. is we as podcasters tend to get off track Right. And oh, yeah. do we though? <laughs> and we get on rants and we get on things that, you know, we get on our little soapbox and get Tangents. going about Tangents. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that is the part that people say works against us. So mm-hmm. I, I think what that points mm-hmm. to probably though is if we're going to hit something important like a Weather Ready Nation topic where we're trying to really convey something serious, it just points to probably doing it earlier in an episode, you know, to, to where we're, sure. we're not. Yeah. Try because you know we lose audience, and and this is true of any time you know anytime you get into climate change topic in in an episode, right? People, some people are going to keep listening to you, and some people that just don't want to be in that charged environment may just turn off the episode and move on to something else. So you, you know you run into those issues. Yeah. Um, but I but I think the thing that probably surprised me the most was how our audiences think we mentioned Weather Ready Nation more often than we think is host. So most of you know podcast hosts said, well, we do it once a season or we do it rarely. Most of us said rarely. However, most of the respondents said, you know, something like monthly or every episode. That was nearly 50% of the respondents. So for That's, you know for people yeah. that do one episode a month, that is like every episode. So mm-hmm. you, you know it was it was yeah. just I was surprised that and then I started thinking about it. I went back a little bit and I, I realized that maybe I do mention it more often than I think I do. And maybe it's not in detail. I, I get that, but maybe it's just enough information to where they still walk away with something that's relevant. You know, I may be, even though I may not talk about a lot of specific weather events, if there's been a big heat wave or something noteworthy, and I'm talking about how, you know, heat is the number one killer sort of thing. And then I say, oh, and don't forget, you can go to the Weather Ready Nation thing. I, you know, I didn't think twice about mentioning mm-hmm. it, but they remember that I mentioned it sort of thing. So those are great findings and initial findings, I think. And yeah, it's interesting that you're mentioning some of the things. I want to kind of go back to some of the points and sure. Castle, feel free to, to do that as well. Um, so advantages and disadvantages of podcasts and podcasting. Um, episode content distractions. That's like a big part of, of what people said could be a disadvantage of our podcast. And I can definitely see that. Um, it's interesting because, you know, in evaluating other weather podcasts as well, you know, I, I know that a lot of times, you know, there might be a panel of, of hosts that are all talking. Um, I know for Castle and I, we normally will start off and I've we've tracked it to see when we listen back to episodes how much time we spend just kind of ranting or talking about something random until we get to what we're supposed to talk about and it could be anywhere between uh, four to five minutes or it can be ten minutes sometimes um, and I, I've seen that on other weather podcasts as well and so I, I wonder if that's something that we can maybe actively work on to try to improve so that we're not wasting other people's time you know yeah and and, and I think it gets to I think there's episodes where that's okay. And this gets into the maybe mm-hmm. in the, even in the planning of the episode, and 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 I know it, you guys are like me. Some sometimes you have a lot of time to plan, and other times you don't have as much. But if you're going to have a topic that maybe you, you really want people to to be serious about at least for a few minutes, that you keep that in mind in those episodes mm-hmm. and just be cognizant of it. 
I don't think we we, we need to for change sure. our general feeling, and there are times for us to rant. I mean, yeah. that, that's appropriate too. Sure. Yeah, I think uh, you're definitely right about that. I think I've actually talked to some people who actually like the tangents that Castle and I go on, um, and those are for people who aren't as um, weather-centric or they're not weather meteorology students or in the weather sector. And so I was wondering, there wasn't a, a demographic question or anything that you asked about where the listeners were from or what their background is, right? Um, actually, I didn't specifically get into that. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, it'd be really curious to see because I think... You know, I can only speak for weather hype, but I know that when we initially start off with the podcast, we were hoping to reach a different audience of people who weren't just, you know, those Correct. weather weenies, but people who, you know, maybe are friends or maybe people who don't really know much about meteorology and make it uh, so that it's relatable to them so they can learn something new. But I, as we've gone on and on, we've done this for almost two years now, we've realized that it's still a large chunk of who the people who listen to our podcast are those in the weather world, weather enterprise, whether the students, professors or other podcasts, um, hosts or things like that. Um, that seems to be who we're, uh, you know, our audience or audiences. So I wonder how we could even branch out and, and make sure that we're hitting other topics too. Because, you know, we're, we're all meteorologists where a lot of them that listen to our podcast are meteorologists, but we're still giving them great information and they're still learning every time they go to the podcast and listen. Um, but I wonder if there, there are ways that we can reach out to a more general audience and be more um, relatable in some ways, kind of going back to what we initially were hoping for. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting um, thought. I, I would say that my audience, at least the feedback I've gotten so far, runs the gamut. I, I really have people that are, uh, you know, might be friends or or even relatives who enjoy, you know, just the the chance to kind of stay in touch with me, if you will, to people that are, you know, full-on everyday meteorologists, kind of like you guys. I will say that I think that my audience has stayed somewhat diversified. I don't, you know, I haven't done a recent poll on that, but one of the other things that I, that I did do and I, I asked in general was how many of these people are listening to more than one podcast and at least weather-themed mm -hmm. podcast. And surprisingly, the vast majority only listen to one. And I think that speaks to each of us. We each have our own style. And I, and I think your podcast, like mine, is, is focused less on talking about the weather per se. So I, I do see where there's an appeal to people that are in, our, in the weather enterprise because maybe they get a take that's not their same everyday take. Right. But at sure. the same time, you know, people, whether it's Weather Brains or whether it's Carolina Weather Group or the Weather Junkies, whichever, whichever one of the other podcasts it is, I think – given that we each probably reach somewhat of a unique audience, they've settled on us probably because they like our style and the way we, we go about it. So I think that provides an opportunity for us, even if we collectively say, hey, we, we want to cover a more involved topic and we think podcasts are well-suited for that, which makes a lot of sense. We can still do it in our own style, in our own fashion, and bring maybe our own inputs to it. Because sometimes, you know, it, when we're talking about these topics, we may all pull from different news stories or different past life events or whatever it is. And I think they look to us for sure. that. And so mm -hmm. I think there's that opportunity to be both, uh, you know, a, a big thing for, for Castle is both be consistent, yet at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, be inconsistent, if you will, in that we each provide right. our unique style and our unique approach to it. It's almost like you're watching the news and you choose whichever local news station or cable news station that you want to hear from. You would hope that for the most part you're getting, you know, the same 
large pieces of news information, but everybody has their own way of telling the story, I suppose. And so in in some ways, I, I kind of see what you're saying with that. It's every well, the podcast has their own style, but we're all talking about similar things and you know sometimes we do have weather podcasts that talk about one thing and, and it's not covered by other weather podcasts and that's always great too um but you're right i think people are are very they're familiar and they're used to and they like the style of whatever podcast they choose and so they only listen to one um podcast for the most part which is a very interesting find that you had i think to get to your point men about the demographic question we could look at a different question that mark asked which was how many people had not heard of weather ready nation um, while it's not an exact indicator, we could probably think that around 30% of the people that took the survey are not maybe as weather focused as yeah. um, others. And you might be surprised that some of the people that have heard of Weather Ready Nation are not weather people, but they had actually heard of the program of because there are 7,000 ambassadors out there doing it. Well, I think uh, what you're saying about you know people turning to us and, and getting the information that's um, preparing them for dangerous situations, um, you know, it, it's a moment for us to kind of reevaluate. And and I'm just thinking out loud here of li- listening to our episodes that we've recorded in the past and and talking about different messages. So we've we've talked about you know turn around, don't drown. We've talked about uh, when you know when thunder roars, go indoors. See a flash dash inside, and we've covered those topics. And we never really thought about them too much about being weather ready right. nation. Um, pieces or cornerstones, but they they are, and they're that's actually really good that we're discussing it. And maybe for us as weather hype, we can do a better job of of mentioning the weather ready nation ambassador and and our status as an ambassador, while also still continuing to do what we do, just to kind of solidify and make sure that we're connecting those two ideas together, so people can get more information about things if they want. Yeah, I to. think we discuss the themes a lot, but we don't always connect it back to weather ready nation or specifically say. These are things that the Weather Ready Nation is trying to work toward or integrate. Yeah. Or, um, so I think we could do personally could do a better job in connecting those ideas because I think we talk on the themes almost in every podcast, but we don't necessarily make that connection between the program Weather Ready Nation and some of the insights that we're providing in each episode. Mm-hmm. I think there's an excellent opportunity to think of the consistency coming from the Weather Ready Nation program itself and us using that backdrop for the consistent message. And as long as we're not contradicting what's in that program, think of what we do as adding that style element to the way we convey it. Because again, each of us have a unique style. And if the people that are listening to us appreciate that style and learn from that style, then they're going to connect to it naturally. And, you know, the key is underlying the, 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 response things that they need to know and all those pieces push them to the people that are consistent so that they are getting that consistent message but bring them to that consistent message through our unique approach yeah no i think that's a great point and you know in talking about ways that we can improve our podcasts um I'm thinking collectively again as a whole and not just our podcast but others as well that we've listened to um do you guys have any thoughts on on how we can improve what we're doing um can't really think of anything specifically right now, but I'm sure there's always room to improve, right? I was kind of toying around with this idea of um, sort of these quote unquote advertisements, if you will. You know how some podcasts do like sponsored by XYZ. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. know if maybe like at the end of every episode, we could have like a mini kind of weather ready nation kind of 
advertisement, if you will, or kind of a sharing of some information or different ways to kind of integrate it into the episode while making it still flow nicely. Um, kind of like our outro that we yeah, do. Yeah, kind of like our outro, but maybe like we could have it as like a in the very center of the episode as kind of something that has a little music behind it, but is providing some kind of important seasonal oh, yeah. information um, okay. as like a transition between topics, um, but they're also like getting some additional information. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of more creative ways of providing that, as Mark said, that consistent message, but also kind of making it creative and kind of unique. Ooh, to our I have an idea. I have an idea. Bear with me, Say guys. It. So I, so Mark, get, are you envisioning kind of what he's saying? If not, um, so I think what Castle, what you're saying is, you know, in between we have our breaks where we have our transition music and we can have perhaps in the future audio clippings of being like, hey, it's Min from Weather Hype and here's your Weather Ready Nation message for the podcast. Yeah. And then you talk about a specific, you know, couple lines or three lines. What if we all each podcast yeah, recorded a handful of them and then we just share them with each other and we could just pull like, you know. Hey, I'm Phil from Stormfront Freaks, and here's your Weather Ready Nation ambassador message for this episode. Or tip. And then he can give a spiel or yeah. tip, yeah, anything. And we can use that so that we're A, collaborating with one another, yep. and B, we're giving information out and doing it in a creative way. That could, I think that could be a really good idea. And I think hearing someone else's voice may kind of perk the listener up to kind of change. It's a change of tone, if you will. So it might make it yeah. more interesting to listen to or the more perceptive or receptive of that information the other thought even along those lines i like that idea would be to incorporate somebody from the weather ready nation program to do spots and Doug, you know where and, you, at? You, you you were you were at the <laughs> session right and douglas hildebrand was the one leading that yeah. session and he actually seemed to want to talk about this topic and i was mm-hmm. i was actually yeah. a little bit surprised by that response but it was good to hear that i think he saw that we bring you know this our long form you know we it, we have more than 2 or 3 minutes we have time to do some sort of spot they yeah. could easily with their quarterly stuff right say you know we're, we're going into winter and it's a great time to be thinking about these key issues and learn more about it at whatever, whatever. And yeah, we could all easily insert it. So I, you yeah. know, whether it's us That's, doing it, which I yeah. think makes some sense. Again, it gives us kind of that crossover feel or even making it more official by it coming mm-hmm. from somebody within the program would be a great way to incorporate that, I think. Ooh. Yeah, I was is, thinking of like that this. too, but I didn't know <laughs> if it was like too much asking them too much to do. But I like dog would if we can get Doug to do it that'd be awesome if we could also get Owlie to yeah, do it Owlie. then we can we can actually finally figure out who is behind Owlie unless unless Ooh. it's just a quiet recording because we yeah or is Owlie gonna hoot or is Owlie just gonna sit there and it's gonna be silent you know we need to yeah. know these answers maybe <laughs> or we'll we hear a voice. Harry Dog to do it instead oh um, man that would be great wait what's the name of the um the jacket is it buzz the buzz. yellow jacket yeah buzz. it is buzz? i don't know okay. that he says much just like i don't know that Oops. harry says much either <laughs> harry always looks like it has a, a hot dog in its mouth which makes me laugh a really long hot dog <laughs> sorry <laughs> now that oh i think about gosh. that that kind of sounded that didn't sound right well i'm add not that gonna to touch the that reel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just let that sit on the table uh, right there <laughs> so our our audience doesn't like tangents i hear um yeah right 
So, you know, we're kind of brainstorming together, coming up with these ideas, and this is kind of a nice segue into what we're doing with National Weather Podcast Month. It's going to be the second year that we're doing it. In 2017, in March of 2017, we had a really successful um, National Weather Podcast Month where we had collaborations with one another, had people on our show, and we're also guests on other people's shows. And we'll do similar things this year, um, hoping to expand our um, audience's knowledge of other weather podcasts and kind of maybe push people to listen to other ones and check them out to see that different style that we've been talking about, but also um, just how diverse our, our field is and the ways that we can think about an idea, but the different ways that we do so and the different ways that our different hosts um, tackle those issues through uh, their own you know, personal mannerisms, if you will. So we're excited to, to kind of kick that off in a little bit and, and having Mark here to, to kind of tease that a little bit is a lot of fun for us. For more information on National Weather Podcast Month starting in March, you can check out our website. We have some information on it. Or you can also go to www.weatherpodcastmonth.com. And I guess I'll start off and tell you that my song of the week is Middle by, I don't know the Ooh. name of the, wait, what's the name of the, the woman that sings in the song? She's a country uh, singer. Marin Morris. Marin Morris, Morris, right? And it's uh, a team up with Zed. And, and Gray. As, yes. As soon as I heard that song, I, I already knew I was going to like it. It's very similar to Stay yeah. by Zed yep. and Alessia Cara. But, you know, you know what you're getting with this type of music. It's pop music and, you know, they use There's similar clock formulas. Ticking. Clock ticking, <laughs> time's running out, love, blah, 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 breaking up, young, <laughs> you know, blah, stuff. Insert formula here. Yeah. But it's, it's so good and it's so catchy. It is. So and good. I can actually, I, I sing it all the time in my house. I sing it today when I was doing some landscaping work. And uh, I really love the song. And it's on the Target commercial right now that my cousin worked on. She worked on that Ooh. commercial, and so she Snapchatted me and was like, hey, I'm working on this commercial. Isn't this song awesome? Because she knew how much I liked the song. And I guess it makes sense that Target used that song because, you know, in the middle of the Target, and then yeah. the song is the middle, and so they play off of that to sell products. So they also love it too, which I can't uh, complain too much about. But uh, yeah, that's my song of the week. Um, Mark, song of the week for you. You're telling me it's going to be a throwback, I hear? Yeah, you, you know, I had this great new song, but <laughs> Castle told me he already recommended well, it in an earlier episode. So we're gonna hurts. have to go. Truth we're gonna hurts. have to go way back in the time machine here, and you know, it, it does hurt sometimes. I, I'm old. You gotta you gotta take it easy on me. All right. So I'm gonna pull an old song because of that. But you know, one of the things I've done is out, out on YouTube on my YouTube channel. I put together a list of like old weather songs. So if anybody's ever in the mood just to get a bunch of weather songs, they can do that. And I was reminded of one recently which is Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. Now, you can catch two different video versions. One's kind of a psychedelic animation, and the other's a 70s big hair version. I think you'll enjoy either one. Interestingly, though, it's been featured in a couple of film soundtracks recently, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, so it's kind of been on my short list lately. I know it's not as big as Min's Cousin's Target ad, but <laughs> if you like weather and you like songs about weather, it's worth catching. Mr. Blue Sky by ELO or Electric Light Orchestra. And so I, I guess, Castle, that leaves us nice. to you. And who is ELO? Electric, who Electric is ELO? Light Orchestra. 
Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha. No, you I guys are like way too young. They, I think they were. No, I don't think they're all dead. I was going to say they were all dead before you were born. I don't think it's quite that bad, but um, we'll YouTube yeah. it, and we'll also put a link on the website. Yeah, you'll find it, so we and, can definitely check that out. And we'll post your YouTube songs <laughs> and, of weather. And songs so, too. so Castle, since I'm just a a hack and a song stealer, why don't you give us something <laughs> fresh to end the episode on? Sure. So I'm pulling again from the Pop Rising chart. It's currently number three in the world. Um, it is called "Just the Same" by Charlotte Lawrence. Um, it's a pretty good song about loving so much, loving someone so much that you hate them. Um, it's a great song. It cusses quite often, which I find unfortunate because <laughs> I cannot complete the chorus um, while I'm singing it. Um, you can totally complete it. It's part of the emotion, I just say the raw emotion. Instead, you can, and it it works fine. Oh. Well, we can say the actual F word and mark this podcast episode as explicit. Well, but Mark already Mark said drugs, <laughs> so we have to mark it as explicit. Uh, but we didn't say specific drugs. Oh, I think drugs is no, a no-no. No, it was in an educational sense. No. It's not Psychedelic expl- drugs. It's not explicit. It's <laughs> educational. <laughs> there you go. See? Not only are they learning about weather, they're learning about drugs <laughs> and psychedelic Specifically ones. psychedelic drugs. Psychedelic. Yes. All right. Sorry, Castle. Go no, ahead. No, that's Continue. fine. That's, that's the end of my rant about <laughs> just the same it's a great song go check it out charlotte lawrence should be another uh, good artist to take a listen to awesome you know you should sing it and we'll put it at the end and then we'll just put the little bleep sound effects that we can put in our editing program oh so you yeah. don't have that'd be kind of fun that would be fun <laughs> oh man um well castle do you want to round us out and uh finish up or do you want me to I think you have to say your token phrase so that we can close out the show. All right, cool. Well, it's that time where we end the podcast after a song of the week. And you can find us in a variety of places, including facebook.com slash weatherhype or weatherhypepodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at weatherhype, both words, weather and hype, or you can send us an email at weatherhype at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere that you can find our podcasts. And don't forget that March is National Weather Podcast Month, so make sure to check out all the other weather podcasts. And if you would like more information, head on over to www.nationalweatherpodcast. No, it's just weatherpodcastmonth.com, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No national, no national. Just weatherpodcastmonth.com. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Perfect. Until next time. Until next time. Stay Stay hyped. Cool. Gruel. Sweet. Gruel. Gruel. Um, should I hit stop now? I don't know. Am I allowed to? Since I got attacked (laughs) last time. No one attacked you. Calm down. No one attacked. (laughs) Alright, I'm hitting stop. Cool. Castle. Do you want to Oh. Um, uh, sure. I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> Hi, my name's Castle. No, people know who I am. Um, no. Um, so Mark, why don't you answer the following question for me, Castle? <laughs> Could you tell us a little bit about the survey you did and the results that you presented at the AMS meeting in, in uh, where was that in Atlanta? Austin? Did you say Atlanta? <laughs> I was about, I was saying Atlanta. East 2014, Atlanta, 2014, Atlanta. four years ago.